This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, mm. all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions, and I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. It is episode 49, and the date is April 10th, 2019. I thought, I, there was a pause. I thought you were like asking me. Like, oh, the I, date I don't is, know. Uh, on this day in history, actually, before I go into this, hey, you know what? Find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. More importantly, thank you for the ratings on iTunes. Continue to do, do so. we have new ratings? I think so. Oh. <laughs> All right, on this day in history, ready? Yeah. In 2001, mercy killings become legal in the Netherlands. Oh, cool. In a controversial decision, the Dutch Senate approved a bill legalizing euthanasia for patients with unbearable terminal illness. All right. I watched a documentary okay. last year of a woman who was just like chronically depressed. Okay. Like super depressed all the time. But when she was on camera, she was totally normal. Uh-huh. But this documentary was documenting her going through with euthanizing herself. Just because she's depressed? Eu- euthanize? Yeah, I guess. Euthanasia? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she couldn't get over her depression. And she talked to her friends about it and her family. And they were there with her. And a doctor comes in and administers some meds. And she falls asleep. And that's it. Huh. Yeah. I want to know what you think about this that seems like a pretty heavy topic for the beginning <laughs> of the episode you know normally we uh well it was a this day in history and normally we we, we joke around for a minute but you're like <laughs> hey uh let's talk about self or uh, about assisted suicide yeah uh, i'm um, just curious i don't i don't think i like i don't think i like it for for that i think that's kind of weird i don't i don't know yeah i uh, as far as like being super old and debilitated or having a, like a terminal cancer or something yeah yeah i i think that's fine but it just seems kind of like weird like nothing could yeah. help her like yeah well they, they the, couldn't they couldn't the question send is send her to is, the biggest loser camp and maybe well, have she wasn't loser, fat. well i'm just saying <laughs> there's got to be something maybe, out there maybe jillian could make her happy I, i'm just uh, so you know Suicide is not a victimless thing. There are people around you that it affects, right? Know? And but you know, it's also their life. I I don't know. I get torn on this one. Well, I really do. I just think it's weird for for that. Yeah, it would be so weird to be like, like well, right now at this age, I'm like, hey, I'm you know, I know I seem fine, but I'm actually really bummed out. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself, <laughs> but not the way you're thinking. I'm gonna have Doctor Johnson. Yeah, I've been talking to him some and, and, uh, propofol. I don't know, man. That just seems I, I don't it's know. It's strange. Um, anyway, how have you geez. been? I haven't seen you in like I don't know how long. A week, nine, probably. nine days. Yeah, we suck, <laughs> man. We yeah. gotta, we gotta. 
How have you been? You know, the problem is, is that if you give me an out, I'm going to take it. I like doing this, but you know what's way easier than than doing this? Not doing it. Just staying at home yeah. and watching TV. It's true. Yeah, we were going to do it last <laughs> night, and I, I texted Twister. I was like, can we do it tomorrow? And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Like before I even got done typing the text, he said yes. <laughs> he saw the, the doubles. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that I don't like doing this. No, I'm, now that I'm here, I'm great. It's, it's wonderful. Blast. But man, just oh, getting myself out yeah. the door. Anyway, I'm good. Uh, last week, at the end of the week, I decided that I was going to take a, another trip because, again, I fly for free, so why the hell not? Yeah. Um, so my friend, my good friend Luis, who's been on the show once before, yeah. uh, wanted to go to a comic convention in Houston. Power Rangers? Uh, no, just, oh. a, just a various, just a whatever. So, um, Which reminds me, people yeah. should, if you want them to. Yeah. People should follow you on Facebook because you post pictures and fun stuff from your that's true your various trips that you're going on. And you're on going now. to want to do this because I'm going to be pr- try to be pretty active when I go tornado chasing yeah. here in about two weeks. That's in two weeks. Uh, the 26th is when I'm leaving, or the 25th. Well, is Well, before I'm leaving. you go, make sure we say our goodbyes. Yeah, no just worries. in case. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I decided to fly into Dallas on um, Friday night, and Luis has my American Airlines. I've I've granted him the gift of flight, free flight. Right. So I flew into Dallas Friday night, and then we flew to Houston Saturday morning, which was super easy. Uh, in fact, um, so we, we fly non-revenue, which means we fly standby. Right. So there has to be empty seats. What you is know? Dallas to Houston, like 45 minutes? It, it was really short. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we got on the plane, no problem. We were in the Comfort Plus section because uh, there were 30... Eight non-revenue passengers. Wow. And it was only a plane that carried 76. <laughs> and there was only like 10 regular passengers. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know. Uh, our thought was, oh, cool, man. It's really easy to get there and back. Turns out <laughs> that is <laughs> that is not the case. Uh, I I was so stuck in Houston on, on, on standby? Sunday. Yeah. Um, the Weiss ended up because American kept canceling flights because there was a huge thunderstorm rolling through like almost all of Texas. Wow. Uh, specifically Houston though. And, uh, Luis ended up taking a bus home. No, really? Yeah, he could not Where does get he live? Dallas. So okay. it wasn't like that far, but still it's kind of a bummer to, you know, get raped on a Greyhound bus. Not that, that, that does was, suck. This is the thunderstorm right oh there. Oh my god! Yeah, it was intense. It shut the airport down for two hours. So I looked at every conceivable, and I can fly with four different airlines, and there was everything was negative. There were no open seats to anywhere. I looked at going to the East Coast and then coming to Salt Lake. Really? I could not find anything. I, I was so stuck that I, I texted my boss. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be home till so Tuesday. So it's like they couldn't fly north, and so you tried to see if they could fly east. Well, it wasn't. It was just that there were no seats. Uh, that there, there were too many actual passengers. Yeah, and so I can't bump actual passengers. Well, so, and besides that giant storm in Houston, you know that the Midwest is being yeah. slammed by another bomb cyclone. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how, but uh, by the graces of God, I got on a flight out that afternoon back to Salt Lake. Um, Did you I, pretend to be a flight attendant? No, I, like I seriously don't know how I got on this flight. I think just the storm 
might have impacted other people's connections and stuff, and I got on. Yeah. But um, what's for dinner? Chicken or yeah, chicken? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but while anyway. I was in Houston, I went to an Astros game. Yes, and that was fun. That's your team, right? No, 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 no. no. Just, you're uh, a, you're a Rangers fan. Yeah, but yeah. I like Houston. Uh, I like their colors. They make me they're orange. What about the Rockets? I don't like the Rockets. Yeah, I don't I, like them. Well, we talked about how their name is not apropos. Well, I no mean, rockets. Whatever should have been Houston Mission Controls. What about the Houston Astros? It's the same. It's the same thing. So I don't. I don't know. Man. What is an Astro? I don't know. But their logo is a star. So <laughs> I'm assuming it has to do with stars. That's Mission Control. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I like to go to baseball games so I can say that I've been there and buy a shirt. And uh, this brings me to the second thing that happened to me this weekend. I actually happened last week because I didn't really have much to do at work. So I opened up an Etsy shop. I saw that. I shared your post because it's badass. Good. Uh, I sold a poster. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Which one did you sell? Some guy in Michigan, my baseball one. That uh, so, uh, I made a I made a graphics of every baseball stadium with uh, check boxes next to them, so you can check them off as you go. Right. So if you're interested in something like that, go to Etsy and just type in Scary Parrot Media, no spaces, and that'll bring up my shop. And we will share it. Yeah, I'll link it up on there. And I've got a couple different versions and a couple different uh, demotivational posters, you might yes, call them. Yes, they're so good. Um, and uh, I'll be putting more stuff on there, and we can probably start putting our take podcast stuff up we on need there, to get, too. We need to get those posters for in here for oh, our, that's a good idea. our new space. Yeah, I found out where I, uh, I'm going to get them printed. Alpha Graphics, a good place. Yeah. Way better than Kinko's. Um, but that's, that's cool. not all that happened to me last week. Michigan, that's cool. That's man. not all that happened to me last week. One of the eggs hatched. Oh, no way. But the baby died. Oh, it was really sad. It was a post-birth abortion? Uh, yeah, I don't I know exactly <laughs> what, you, what, what happened. What are you, in New York? What's going on? <laughs> uh, so it successfully fertilized, though. Yeah. Yeah, and it Just, hatched, and it uh, it died at some point. I don't really know when. But uh, later that day, uh, I caught my birds having relations again. After yeah. the baby? Yeah, your baby dies, and they're just pounding away, did making you, another one already. Did you see the, the chick alive? Yeah, I, uh, not alive, no. Oh, okay. Um, so this brought me to a question that I've been wondering for a while that I keep forgetting to Google. And uh, because I watched them pretty closely having relations, you know, I was right. like, what? Where is this bird penis? Where is it coming from? They don't. Some most and of them don't so have one. And so I read into bird sex, yep. and turns out ninety seven percent of birds don't have a penis. No, they just rub they like just, openings together. They just scissor essentially. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true. They just rub their like. Yeah. What's it called? It's called the cloacal kiss. kiss. Yeah. Oh, so dude. they rub their cloacas together, Cloaca. and uh, it goes through uh, just like that. Yeah, you just kind of. Um, I don't know what it... <laughs> <laughs> so after I found out, I wanted to know what 3% of birds have penis. <laughs> I, I got to tell you this, and this is, this is completely true. Okay. I was literally looking at duck penises <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> like, we haven't talked to each other really? in like nine days, no, and I saw the little funny. swirly... Yeah, here it is right here. Duck penis and duck vagina. Uh, there's a duck penis, super long. Uh, <laughs> they blurred that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ducks are the three percent of birds that have a penis, and it is lengthy. Yeah, it relative is, to uh, their body, they dominate yeah. that world. I mean, not a lot of girth, but definitely, <laughs> definitely a lot of length. 
Yeah. Uh, I still don't quite know how that works. How they like because uh, the vi- sneak the it in there. <laughs> well, isn't the duck the duck vagina isn't really a an opening, is it? Like, I don't know. I, ha- I haven't googled it's like, duck it, vagina. <laughs> it is like also just like a little swirly thing, and oh, they like it? hook together or something. Oh yeah, look at that. Weird. Well, animals are weird. All right. Oh well, wait, no, they do kind of. Maybe they do kind of. Oh yeah, they do. They they he, there he there is some in there, insertion. He, he goes through okay. the feathers and he rams that sucker in. Oh look at that. Oh gross. Okay, but yeah. anyway, <laughs> don't uh, just be careful when you're googling duck sex because um, you yep. never know what you're going to come up with. That's true. There's some sick people. So out there. now you know, and knowing is half the battle. I just seriously ducks have really long penises. I can't believe that <laughs> that I was, I seriously was looking at it at work. I was like looking at my phone. I was taking a break, <laughs> and I googled like bird sex because I was wondering the same thing. That is right. just it's bizarro world. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's pretty much all that's been going on with me. Um, I skipped something. Oh yeah. Remember our one thousand one dumbest things book? Oh yeah. I found a really good one oh, from, okay. from Rummy himself, Donald Rumsfeld. Oh oh. Yeah. Here we go. This is I don't know when, for two thousand four when he was SecDef. Uh, <laughs> Osama bin Laden is either alive and well, or alive and not well, or not alive. <laughs> Those are all the three things. He, he covered it. Freaking Rumsfeld, dude. Speaking of Rumsfeld, uh, on my flight to Dallas, I watched Vice. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty good. Actually, I didn't finish it. Did Steve, uh, wasn't Steve Carell play Rumsfeld? Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, was. That's right. Um, it, I thought it was good. Um, Makes you sad, huh? I don't know. I don't know how to feel completely about it, because... I mean, it is coming from the left pretty heavily. So, I mean, but I will say that if it did go down like that, if Iraq went down like that, if that's really what happened, that it's really discouraging and everyone sucks and I don't want to live here anymore. (laughs) We've really never received any uh, clarification, right? We've never been, like, given an answer. Right. They've never found weapons of mass destruction and it just kind of... I, Things changed from hating Iraq to hating Obama. Yeah, you know? that's true. I, I don't know. Um, one thing I didn't really like is I thought they, I thought they went a little extreme with W. I did too. I love yeah. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, but I thought like, okay, are they going for like a comic relief right here? Yeah, because this is kind of weird. I don't think he's that dumb. Right. I think he's smart enough. Right. You know, like look. With this whole bribery scandal and stuff, uh-huh. you know, and George Bush, of course, went to what, Harvard. I think so. Yeah. You know, look, it's one thing to bribe yourself in or use power to get in, but he still went there. Yeah, he still graduated. He still completed so, the I mean, courses you know. and he went to law school. Like, so he's not uh, a dumb guy. No. But Sam Rockwell portrayed him to be just completely ignorant like of everything. Party animal, like, man, I'm just happy to be here, yeah. man. You, Yeah, so I kind of... <laughs> I thought that was a bit extreme, but yeah. no. In reality, you, if you watch W, seems like kind of a nerd to me. You know, I could see that. Like, anyway, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I, I guess what you could take away from that is that that's may have been what happened, but maybe not. I don't know that extreme, but probably. <laughs> I mean, Colin Powell is on record as saying that was the worst day of his life. Yeah. Um. Which begs the question, why did he do it? Like, why didn't he just not... Why didn't he just resign? Yeah. That was, you know, like, 
it's only in the Trump era that we have people resigning out of protest. Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, did, I saw a thing the other day. Like, we have no Secretary of Defense, no Secretary of State. Really? Like, they're all acting right now. Oh. There's no Chief of Staff. Still? Yeah, like, there's no there's no cabinet. I don't understand. Like, Kirsten Nielsen resigned, yeah. which she's an evil, evil right. person, uh-huh. but it scares the hell out of me. Because th- everyone that's come in after someone resigned has been worse than the person before. <laughs> so while I loathe Kirsten Nielsen and the things she stands for, I'm really worried about who's coming in next. Right. So Barr's kind of pretty bad. He kind of yeah, showed he, his colors today. You look back at Sessions and you're like, huh. <laughs> Maybe his racism was okay. <laughs> you know? I just, it's really, this whole party thing, like, there shouldn't be politics in in Justice Department. Like, that's... Well, you know, uh, there's so much hypocrisy on both sides. Can yeah. I just say something? Yeah. When when the Kenneth Starr investigation was done, uh-huh. the internet was fairly new. It was 1998. Mm-hmm. And that entire investigation the report Mm -hmm. was released the next day on the internet unredacted. Right. So for any Republican out there who's saying that this report that is supposed to exonerate the president shouldn't be released to the public, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, You can't, unless you're going to go back and say that releasing the Clinton one was a mistake, you can't call for this one and say, we can't release classified information. Well, I just don't like now that Barr is like trying to go after the FBI and it's like it's gaslighting, man. It's gaslighting. They're they're trying to make us feel crazy. Yeah, I know. It's so. I'm just uh, I'm getting worn out on on all this. Like I feel like I feel like we're just here, and the government is its own. We like even though we vote them in, it's like we don't really have yeah. any control over anything. Not and really. It's I just mean, like their own. You know, like from people telling AOC when she gets there to, "Hey, you need to learn the the game, learn the 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 way things go here." I don't, I don't like that. Like, yeah. th- it shouldn't be like that. It should be, "Hey, you go in there, you speak your mind, you do what you need to do, yeah. you oh. speak for your people, for your constituents." So you know how I've always had the theory that uh, partisanship really got worse with Gingrich, with yeah. Newt. Uh-huh. I listened to a This American Life episode. Mm-hmm. That profiled him when he got into Congress in like 1979, yeah, or whatever 78 or something like that. He he hated that there was bipartisanship working. Like, oh, really? You know, like the Speaker of the House and the President actually got along. He didn't like that. And Republicans hadn't had a majority in the House like ever. You know, <laughs> right. when 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 they got the majority in 1994, it was like the first time in 40 years. Mm-hmm. You know, but anyway. In 1979 was the first time they put a camera on the floor of the Senate. It was the launch of C-SPAN. Right, right. Gingrich used to you – could, you could call for like special – I can't remember what they call them, like special reports for Congress, which means you could have the floor of Congress for any amount of time after the session was closed. Oh, okay. So he would continually call for this, like I need to do a special report. And he would be in that Senate chamber by himself giving crazy speeches – in the middle of the night, knowing that cable viewers might just be flipping through and see his face. And they might watch him for a second. Okay, so he started doing this, and he got his friends to start doing it. And he used this language that was super divisive. And they, they didn't ever show the chamber. It was, just, it was a close-up on him. So if you flip to it, you think that he's giving a speech in front of, like, to people, uh-huh. you know? And so the Speaker of the House at the time, what was his name? 
uh, he he was in charge of the um, up in charge of the cameras. Uh huh. Um, let me see if I can find him real quick. Tip O'Neill. Tip O'Neill was the Speaker of the House. He was very bipartisan and worked with the president, but it was also very easy to do it back then because the Democrats always had power. So it was kind of like, you, you can come to our table anytime. Right, you know? right. Um, anyway, he had control and he knew what Newt was doing. And so one of Newt's what, lackeys, I don't know, was giving a speech, you know, and he went into the Senate chamber and ordered the guy running the cameras to zoom out and pan the empty <laughs> the empty chamber and they did it and then the guy called him out like i can tell that uh our speaker has while i'm talking is zooming out and i think that we need to have a discussion about that rule about what you can do with the cameras <laughs> anyway basically this episode of this american life just confirmed my theory that all this partisanship started with newt and it actually is eventually what made him leave Right. You know, he hated it. But he still can't stay away. He's on Fox all the time. Yeah, well. Anyway. Jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is this video thing you have? What? Oh. <laughs> so, I don't even know where I saw this, but it's, uh, it's a video that <laughs> I saw on Facebook, and... Uh, it makes me laugh every time I watch it. I haven't not laughed when I've seen 100% it. 100% success rate? Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. uh, kind of hard to describe, but it's supposed to be a robot. Okay. I don't think there's any sound. <laughs> and it, it's a little arm that brings a bottle over oh to a baby. <laughs> 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 and then it punches oh, the dude. baby. And, That's great. Yeah, I don't know. That reminds gotta... me of the gif I shared of Donald Trump being... Hit by a linebacker. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, that was some good editing. It was really good editing. <laughs> I don't know who did that. Oh, my gosh. I was dying. when I, I almost did a spit take when I found it. <laughs> yeah. I have a video like that. It's much longer, though. I will laugh. If I'm ever in a really bad mood, sad, mad, whatever, mm-hmm. I will watch the clip of Bradley Cooper and Jimmy Fallon when they can't stop laughing on The Tonight Show. It is about what? About nothing. Oh. He's talking about like Elephant Man and they just can't stop laughing and it is one of the best things to watch. I really like seeing people uncontrollably laugh. I think yeah, it's, it's it, funny, it right? It makes, makes you laugh. So anyway, yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> so oh, you know what? Huh. Shit Trump says. Oh yeah. The book. Yeah. Because this is going to this is going to take us right in here, okay? Okay. Uh this was in 1998. On an in, an interview with Chris Matthews on CNBC mm. on running for the president despite his history with women, right? He said, "Quote: Can you imagine how controversial I'd be? You think about Bill Clinton with women. How about me with women? Can you imagine? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can grab him by the pussy and you can still win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and another thing that's going to be added to that book later is that uh, I now declare." Iran's army as a terrorist organization because <laughs> that happened this week. Right. And within minutes, Iran designated the U.S. Army as a terrorist organization. Well, I mean, they're it's not just, wrong. It <laughs> just sets us up for a great relationship moving forward. So, yeah, what uh, – this didn't get a whole – I mean, it got attention, but I don't feel like it got as much attention as it should have. Um, what does this mean? Kind of break it down for me. What is this all? What does it mean for us in Iran? 
what are the implications and most most importantly um why well like what why now that's the big question with with uh trump all the time right so he designated the iran's revolutionary guard as a foreign terrorist group um we do know that they um fund terror organizations iran as a country as a government okay so there you could is that factual or is that uh bad intelligence i think it's pretty factual bad intelligence you know (laughs) Uh, I think that it's pretty factual, so it kind of goes without saying that they're terrorists, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but he was the, – it's the first time the United States is named part of another nation's government as that type of official threat. I think what it does – oh, it says right here. This is in the New York Times. The designation imposes wide-ranging economic and travel sanctions on the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps as well as organizations, companies, and individuals with ties to it. Iran's Revolutionary Guards carry out operations across the Middle East, train Arab Shiite militias, and oversee business in Iran. They're kind of like the the intelligence wing, it sounds like, okay. of Iran. Uh-huh. So I don't know why he did it. Um, Very bad intelligence. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Very bad intelligence. I'm sorry. From takes a break. Am- from April. to America. <laughs> Very bad intelligence. Um, yeah, imp- it was opposed by some top Trump administration national security officials who said it would incite retaliation. No shit. Um, anyway. Well, what, do you, what is Iran going to do? Well, they're just going to designate us now, and it just, increase, it just creates tension, right? Just you have to dumb. think of every relationship with another country as a rubber band. Right. You know, and how far can you stretch it before someone snaps yeah, and but- they kidnap a soldier and well, hang just, him in the like, street. Why? Why? Why are we? Who cares? I don't know, man. It's. It, I mean, there's so many factors here. There could be simply that we don't like Iran and their nuclear program. It could be that they're a threat to Israel, which is a huge headline right now. Right. Because people hate Muslims in America, and we have a couple Muslim women in Congress. And so everything they say gets twisted into being anti-Semitic uh, when – if you actually listen to them, they're just do you think, stating their opinion. Do you think that this is just so that uh, Trump can go to war with Iran? I worry about that. Or whomever. Wait, I, we have a secretary of defense. It's the crazy guy. He's acting, though. Like No, he's not. The... Uh, um, What's his name? Uh... Oh, it's wait. Patrick M. Shanahan. Oh, He's, what happened to the crazy guy? He he left, man. That's what, what I'm saying. What did that no... happen? <laughs> happened with the other round of firings. Really? I don't know, yeah, man. I, I totally missed that. I don't know. Like, you know who's really running the White House is Stephen Miller. Oh, that 31 year old uh, Satan. That he's just a 31 year old Satan is what he is. Uh, is the horrible person? Horrible person, and he's ugly. Any and he did all do the spray. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I had Secretary of Defense Patrick Shanahan acting, I should say. Uh, he was defending Space Force the other day, saying that we need funding. Besides, how much did we give him? Like seven grand. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> a lot. Something like that. That's um, enough to buy a couple of uniforms yeah. and uh, a name badge. So, or something. I mean, whatever you want to think about Iran, it's like okay, they're clearly. A foreign adversary already, you know. Why are you? Even if you don't want to call him a bear, let's say that 
you know, like poking the bear, that analogy. Uh-huh. Okay, let's say you're poking the badger. <gasps> Why are you poking the badger? Yeah. I don't... You know, like the badger can still kind of kind of hurt you. Yeah. You know? Uh, anyway, moving on to a story in Utah. We had a shooting downtown. Oh, yeah. That was cool. I mean, <laughs> did you watch? How much have you watched the various videos? No, like body cam stuff? No. Oh, uh, like cell phones? Uh, yeah. No. You haven't? No. Oh, my gosh. The, Hold on. i got to pull this up. Well, it's, while you're doing that, I'm going to read this because this this struck me and see if you can find the part where this got. So here's what happened, people. There was a man with a, uh, a rifle who shot into a hotel lobby. Got into his truck and was no, fleeing. No, hold on. You got to. He did more than that. All right. First of all, he robbed two stores. That's true. Yeah. Then he drove into downtown and shot at the Sheraton. Right. The very Sheraton where Obama stayed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Connection. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was like eight years ago. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway, he gets in his truck and is fleeing. Police are chasing him down Main Street in Salt Lake City, and he's shooting the rifle out of his truck. Which is crazy. Right. You know? So, but I have a, a quote here, okay? Okay. Harold Vincent Robinson, 37 years old of West Valley City, led officers on a pursuit down State Street. Sorry, State Street, not Maine. Monday while firing shots as police pursued him down the busy road. Uh, that came after police received multiple reports of shootings throughout downtown Salt Lake City. Quote, we train for active shooters, but we usually basically train for the standard in schools or a business or something like that. You know, the standard, the huge. Yes. This was our worst nightmare, an active shooting that's mobile in a truck. This is new. I don't remember another one of these. Okay. The standard? The standard. It's the gold standard. The standard <laughs> is in schools. And your worst nightmare is a shooter in a truck? A shooter in a truck flailing around, not really being you, able to aim at anything. Did you read about I mean, Sandy Hook? Nobody got shot. But. Did you read about Las Vegas? <laughs> Those seem like way worse scenarios. Yeah. You know? Hey, it's just like, come on. Here, uh, you can actually listen to this one here. Um, there you go. So this is uh, the truck. So th- the way the chase ended is... Um, they killed him, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. You'll, you'll understand. Yeah, a fucking RPG. You'll understand. Okay. Uh, the way it ended is they uh, did a pit maneuver, and he – and this is not a uh, this is not a inconspicuous truck. It's a giant, like, 80s Ford F-250 here. I'll buy lifted. you a drink if you can tell me what pit stands for. Uh, Something technique, I don't know. <laughs> it is pursuit intervention technique. Uh, there you go. It's so funny that they have that name. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So they did the pit, and he uh, f- rammed the truck into a tailor shop. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, in this video, he the car is is uh, the truck is smashed into the front of a building, and police are. Um, How far down state did he? Is that like thirty third? Yeah, that's see the subway and everything. That's oh, yeah. that movie theater right there. Oh yeah, so he got like thirty third south. Yeah, okay. this is thirty third south. So he right went thirty three blocks. Yeah, he went pretty far. All right, so um, here, do you want to see it? Uh, this that's what's happening is the suspect is still in the car, okay, okay. and he has um, flown into this building. I'm not sure why it's on the end. Get the video. Get the video. Shit. So, is that wait? Why is it blurred? Is he out of his truck? Um, like, right no, there. No, I don't think so. 
gosh, that, look at those. And then there it, are thirty cops. No, there's probably like sixty. They keep coming. So that was a lot of shots. Now you understand dude. why I said yeah. Go back, go back. I want to hear all those shots again. That was crazy. That's at least at least fifty or sixty shots. You know what? And I, that's a dude just like is he just in his car and he's like and he backed up right then? Yeah. Dude what, what does he say? You gotta go a lot further than that, man. He says damn son. Dude, watch out for the crossfire, man. <laughs> so you wanna know what I think happened. <laughs> the, <laughs> obviously I'm not I'm not dissing the police at all here. Okay. No, I gotta, That's fine. He, I gotta he give was, him props. He was a danger. They well, they took him out, fine. But you know what happened is a couple of them started firing, and the other was like, well, I want to get in on this, because that's what I would do. Yeah. Like, well, that's like, why I they... never get to shoot my gun. Like, oh, right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> just shoot the ground. I know they put, like, 15 on administrative leave. Yeah, Because it's just normal yeah. paid leave. But I, I got to hand it to them, because going 33 blocks on State Street really wouldn't take that long right. in a high-speed chase, uh-huh. and that's a lot of cops. You got highway patrol. You got unmarked vehicles. You got state uh, police. You've got Salt Lake City police. That's cool. I think uh, they also said that if he would have just been firing at them, then they probably would have called off the chase. Right. Also, it wasn't high speed. If you watch the video, he was going. He's like, oh, it was it's like a pretty white, slow, a yeah. white Bronco. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, it's probably a clutch, and he couldn't shift because yeah, he had one arm out the window. <laughs> <laughs> probably. But I want to know because this isn't a, a cop right here, but there's a. A this, cop this, behind this, him. This, this isn't a cop car. It's just like a, oh, I thought that was an unmarked. I don't think so because it was just. Does he get out? Hold on. I don't think it is. I think it's just. Uh, That's scary as hell, man. Maybe it is. Hold on. I don't. I don't know when it gets into the picture. Damn, son. Damn, son. There it was. No, because oh, he comes yeah. from over here. Yeah. So <laughs> he's just behind somebody's car, dude. He's yeah. This <laughs> cop is taking cover behind a civilian's car. I think his backup lights are on. That cop's going to get backed over. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Dude, if you saw that, if you saw that, there is no way I would still be parked there. Yeah, I know, right? I would take like, that. Oh my. I'd go straight to a therapist right after that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll post this video, but uh, beware. Uh, yeah. It doesn't show any uh, No, I don't know. This wasn't, just... this wasn't blurred yesterday when I watched it, so I don't know what that's. Well, it looks like it's from the official news website. So uh, yeah. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was all the talk the other day when it was going down. I uh, did he wh- kill anybody? No so one one uh, police officer got hit by either a ricochet oh. or a ricocheted piece of cement okay. or something. Yeah, but um, n- no one else got hit, which is pretty. It's good. It's pretty impressive. That is very impressive. Uh, or not impressive. It's actually not impressive. Really, it's lucky. Because he uh, was a terrible shot. Right, it's, it's lucky. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he was haphazardly shooting out his window, but there could have... State Street's busy. There could have been crossfire oh, in the cars, yeah. could well, have been people on sidewalks. Shot into the hotel. So. Yeah. Um, apparently, he had uh, some issues with the government. Um, the The question that everyone's asking now is why he had guns, because he was banned. Oh, come on. He was banned from having the guns, so he shouldn't, he shouldn't have them. <laughs> Not in Utah. There's no laws in Utah. 
No, but he was uh, he he was restricted from having them because but he, like he was uh, he had some felonies in the past. I think it was assault or something. If you go to the Utah Gun Exchange, though, no, I know. I'm there's just, no there's I'm no there's no fucking recourse here I'm anyway. Just, like that's that is what it is. Like, yeah, that's why it's there's so many guns here. It's not. <laughs> it's not it's not gonna happen that like, was like, like 60 freaking shots though man oh, that I was crazy i know i i know my friend my friend who's a cop i i would imagine he would have pulled out and just started shooting just <laughs> he shows up like two minutes later <laughs> like wait wait wait, guys wait <laughs> I, I think he's hold on oh oh, oh. his legs <laughs> moving <laughs> oh man oh. i just feel bad for that tailor shop that's probably yeah, got, dude, like, like riddled People's clothes yeah, are all dude. in tatters. This was my great grandpa's military <laughs> suit, and there's bullet holes in it. <laughs> well, good. It it shows that your your yeah. grandfather did something. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. He he survived. Put a Bible in there or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, dude, I got a good one now. Okay, this is from your home state, Texas. Texas. Okay, just there. This I gotta make through. I gotta make it through without laughing. Okay. Okay. A proposed bill in Texas that would impose a fine for male masturbation is making its way through the state's legislature. House Bill 4260, called, quote, the Man's Right to Know Act, would punish male masturbation with a $100 fine and require men who want Viagra to be subject to a rectal exam. This is real. The bill, the bill filed earlier this week by Texas legislator Representative Jessica Farrar, Democrat, was referred to the House State Affairs Committee on Tuesday. <sighs> By focusing on male masturbation, the proposed legislation is an obvious attempt to satirize and draw attention to the unreasonable and dangerous policy proposals concerning women's reproductive freedom coming from the Republican Party. It gets better, okay? Commenting on her bill, Representative Farrar told uh, MySanAntonio.com, A lot of people find the bill funny. What's not funny are the obstacles that Texas women face every day that were placed there by the legislature making it very difficult for them to access health care. Farrar is a vocal abortion rights activist with a long record of opposing legislation in Texas hostile to women's reproductive freedom. The Statesman reports that details of the new legislation prohibiting unregulated male masturbation are the bill calls masturbatory emissions an act against an unborn child and failing to preserve the sanctity of life. (laughs) The bill also contains contains provisions that would also put restrictions on vasectomies, Viagra prescriptions, and colonoscopies, including – the state must create an informal informational booklet called A Man's Right to Know that contains information and illustrations on the benefits of and concerns about these those three treatments. A man must review the booklet before going through with any of them. A man must receive a rectal exam and an MRI of his rectum before any of the three treatments. A man would not be able to sue a doctor for refusing to provide those treatments or another procedure. Oh, something's really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or another, they can't sue the doctor if the procedure violates the doctor's personal moralistic or religious beliefs. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> a doctor must obtain, obtain consent from the man before providing the treatment, and the man may, on, may give it only if he waits at least 24 hours after the doctor's visit. <laughs> the state must establish a registry of nonprofit organizations and hospitals that provide abstinence counseling, a supervising physician for masturbatory emissions, and semen storage. Masturbatory emissions must be stored for the wife for conception. <laughs> Come immediately. <laughs> Come immediately. The statesman also notes the current state law requires the doctors – this is the current state law. Okay. Requires the doctors distribute to women considering an abortion the A Woman's Right to Know booklet. 
which contains illustrations of gestational periods and the risks and side effects of abortions. <laughs> Women must also wait 24 hours after receiving the booklet and must undergo an ultrasound before the procedure. Abortion of viable fetus can bring a penalty of at least five years in prison in Texas. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I think it's brilliant. Uh, I think it's brilliant. I mean, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's good. I mean... It's real. Uh, it's actually going to committee. Why? <laughs> seems like kind of a waste of time, but I, I mean, I get the message he's trying to make, oh. but can you imagine? That's exactly uh, the her point. Yeah. Her point is this is a waste of time. Right. You know? No, it's true. That's <laughs> true. I mean, what's oh, the... Di- yeah, the half the studio just fell down. <laughs> While I was reading. <laughs> It was so unhinged by everything; it hey, just I, fell apart. <laughs> I had a podcast idea. Oh yeah, what about this? We Wh- wait. We record ourselves. M- <laughs> okay, no, what? Menstru? No. Uh, I had a podcast idea of you know how people are always arguing about what a law is, like mm-hmm. one that's being passed. Mm-hmm. They're like, "That's what the law means. That's what they're saying." Mm-hmm. The Democrats are saying they want to kill babies. You know. <laughs> I had an idea where all I did was read the legislation <laughs> on the <laughs> podcast. I would say, this is House Bill 2040. It, these are the co-sponsors. Here's the text. Here's the abstract. <laughs> like, and just read the full bill. And if people want to listen, they can just like search the podcast uh-huh. and the bill number right. and just listen to me read it. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? It gets their information. Yeah. And that way we can start saying... Stop saying things like, she wants to kill all cows (laughs) and make air travel illegal. (laughs) What? I don't, I didn't see that anywhere in the Green New Deal. No, it doesn't mention cows anywhere, actually. She wants to plug our buttholes. (laughs) It's a freaking Brian Regan. He wants to tase (laughs) (laughs) eight-year-olds. I meant worst case scenario. Oh, All right. Well, we better take a break so okay. we can fix the studio. And uh, when we come back, we have headlines, uh, random headlines, uh, where pollution is uh, pollution is good. And uh, I don't remember a couple others. Oh, and wind gives you cancer. That's breaking news. Wind. Oh, wind. Wind, uh, wind well, mills. It does. Windmills give you cancer. Yeah, wind cancer. We'll be back here in just a second. Our Take Podcast is brought to you by Dial Cross Species. Uh, if you shower with your dog every day, uh, make sure to use uh, Dial Cross Species. You shower with your dog every day. Do you and your dog use the same soap? If so, one of you is damaging your hair. Really? Mm-hmm. Dial Cross Species is specially formulated for both humans and dogs. You'll like that it gets you clean. He'll like that it smells like beef. That sounds great. Jim, are you showering with the dog again? What the hell? This is the Outtake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Uh, breaking well, news. we just had breaking news on top of breaking news. Yes, uh, sorry for that. Loudness. This is weird that those two are. Yeah. Louder. Well, anyway, breaking news. You can't say that without <laughs> what happens. The first real image of a black hole was released today. 
Someone please help. I don't know. I was looking for something to play. I- Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz published the first. No. This uh, Katie Bowman. Oh, it's Baum, Bo- Bowman Bowman. Uh, we owe her all the credit. We do? Yeah. I thought it was a global, uh, like, six different satellites all over the world. Katie Bowman, 29, uh, has devoted years to the Galactic Quest, and on Wednesday... Wait, is that first... her screen name, or is that her age? That's her age. Katie Bowman, 29. <laughs> comma, 29, comma. Uh, the first image Click of Black Hole, and its fiery halo was released. Social media users pushed for her to get her due. It's the eye of Sauron. It's what it looks like, yeah. Anyway, that's the breaking news that our... Uh, I think it's cool. Black holes freak me out, and they get me uh, confused because uh, they have so much gravitational pull Cause, that cause they pull light, and that doesn't make sense to my brain. And they're infinite, so it's just a matter of time before we all get sucked up into one. Well, yeah. Hopefully not in our lifetimes, but maybe. maybe know. You never know. I don't know. You never know. I don't know. I mean, we can't even predict the, predict the weather, so... It's true. You know? What is a black hole but just a giant tornado? That's all it is. Space tornado. To oblivion. Space twister. What is this lizard doing? <laughs> oh, good girl. Good oh. girl. Get him. Yeah, sorry. Good I don't girl. know what that lizard's doing. But anyway, um, random headlines. Yeah. 13 turned out to be the lucky number for North Carolina man who sent a set a new uh, Guinness World Record by putting the most number of people in a soap bubble in 30 seconds. 13. Yep. You got 13 people in a soap bubble. 13 people in a soap bubble. Do you think he reveals what kind of soap he uses? No. That's a that's a that's a trade secret. Unless he has to, I don't know. I don't think Guinness cares anymore. I don't even know who works there. Like two people. The dude with the green jacket that has the little plaque. <laughs> they already have it printed up. They're like, "Oh, sorry, you failed." Look, this guy is 56 years old, so don't set your sights, you know, just because you haven't broken any records yet. you still got time. Wait, did he put I don't, I, 13 it, people it, together? It looks, no, it looks like he... It's kind of stupid. No one didn't even take. No. It's, it, this is the dumbest. Wait, dumb. wait a second. Yeah, he didn't put them all in one bubble. He just had them step in. He pulled up like a, you know, like at the science yeah. place that the, he pulled up a bubble and then they got out, and they, I don't know, man. So he did, like they didn't you even know have what? to. Let's break this record. Yeah, let's freaking break this. He record. could he could only do thirteen in a minute. Like, no, I'm pretty sure I could do Wait. thirty. Like two I think seconds, it's thirty seconds, thirty okay. thirty seconds. All right, that's one, two, three, yeah, four, <laughs> or just use two hands. He's only using one hand. <laughs> have you seen Silicon Valley? <laughs> Not oh all of gosh, it. Oh gosh, no. you've got to watch Silicon Valley. <laughs> like the second episode or the second season is it's about your jerk off ratio and <laughs> using two hands versus yeah. one and the stroke the uh, you got to watch the show. It's a really <laughs> funny show. But anyway, yeah, yeah he, I don't know. He's only using one hand. You could have a a ring in each hand. Yeah. Two at a time. Like, you know, if he d- if he was a little younger and did some squats, just uh yeah. Uh Work that booty. Uh, <laughs> Work uh, that booty. Yeah, I don't know, man. Weird. Yep. Uh, we need to come up with a record to break because apparently they can uh, just do anything. I mean, do you have to pay Guinness to come out? Probably. You know? Like, who's pay? Otherwise, who's paying their salary? Like, yeah. the books? The books they sell? <laughs> like, come on. I have, so, I uh, have one of their books. Mumbai, 
Have you ever been to Mumbai? I've never been there, but I freaking watched that movie and scared the hell out of me. What? Gave the... Ashley nightmares. What? Hotel Mumbai. It's about the oh, terrorist oh, thing, oh, man. Oh, that's right. I thought you were talking about Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or yeah. something. <laughs> or whatever that movie's called. It has the same guy in it. No, Does no, it? No, yeah, Slumdog Millionaire. Does he say millionaire? Who wants no, no, not to be a guy. millionaire? The, the, oh, uh, the, the kid. kid. It's not a kid anymore. So in Mumbai, around this time every year, tens of thousands of flamingos flock uh, to feed. But this year, there are almost three times more than the normal amount of about 120,000. So three times 120,000 is... Quick math, 360. Yes. Good, good, (laughs) good. Uh, The reason is a mystery, but some scientists believe that the pollution in the bird's natural habitat might be playing a factor because... Climate change. No, well... (laughs) So this is actually weird. So one of the best places to see large flocks of flamingos in Mumbai is near a water treatment plant uh, along the Thane Creek. Now an increase in sewage and output of industrial runoff into the creek um, is fueling an uptick in the blue-green algae that the birds feed on. <laughs> so they're just getting more? Yeah, because there's more food. There's more food because of the the crap that they're they're putting into the water. More, more shit equals more flamingos. <laughs> so, in in this case, uh, it would seem that the pollution is helping these flamingos have some algae. Um, hey, you know what? Yay for the flamingos! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. ramp up those factories. <laughs> uh, pretty soon we're going to be eating flamingo instead of turkey for Thanksgiving because there's oh, so dude, many. I wonder what flamingo tastes like. I would imagine it tastes a lot like turkey. They're super lean, you know? I'm sure. Got tryptophan? They got tryptophan. (laughs) Speaking of tryptophan, no, I'm just... Cheese. Um. (laughs) Tryptophan trans fats cheese. So, um, you know, Switzerland is a big uh, cheese place, I guess. Um, But uh, they've been experimenting um, with sound to see what kind of sounds make the best cheese. What? Like age <laughs> age the cheese the best. Like playing it music? Uh-huh. Yeah. I know the uh, remember when Mythbusters did that with plants? Yeah, and it actually did something, it did. right? Yeah, yeah, it actually works to talk to your plants. But but wasn't it like the hard metal music that actually did something and I can't the, remember. the classical music didn't? I can't remember which I think is what it was. Um Anyway, they set out to determine how sound waves might affect the microorganisms that give cheese its uh, its flavor. The experiment titled Cheese in Surround Sound started last fall with nine 22-pound cheese wheels uh, placed in nine separate wooden crates, each from um, assorted frumage was placed on anyway. So basically the winner, the best-tasting cheese was hip-hop. Interesting. Yeah. So... I'm actually going to get one of those Bluetooth speakers and put it in my fridge next to my cheese at all yeah. time. Uh, so that... Uh, Wouldn't it be weird if the holes moved? The, the cheese <laughs> holes are bouncing around. Just yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Hip-hop, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Hip-hop for cheese. Um, and that is all... For random headlines today. Nothing super interesting. And now (laughs) it's time for the Onion or InfoWars. Are you ready for your two headlines? Yeah. First headline. Putin hopes for fresh start with Trump 
after notorious Mueller commission found nothing. <laughs> okay. Second headline. Shocked Vladimir Putin slowly realizing he didn't conspire with Trump campaign. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first one, uh, Putin hopes for a fresh start with Trump after notorious Mueller commission found nothing. And the second one, shocked Vladimir Putin slowly realizing he didn't conspire with Trump campaign. <laughs> well, I got to think that the first one there is InfoWars. Yeah. And the second one's The Onion. Yeah, because, that's true. Because, uh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, they didn't find any evidence that we, that we know of slash... Yeah. Even the Mueller team is like, actually, this is There's way more, way worse than uh, they're making it out to seem. But okay, only Republicans would accept like cliff notes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just breeze over it. We just need cliff notes for this. That's all. You know, man. I never read the Count of Monte Cristo, but I read the cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? Did we ever even talk about uh, freaking Mike Lee? No. Oh, and his stupid ass. And how I was actually physically embarrassed and ashamed to be from Utah. I can't remember if we did or not. I don't, I don't even want to mention his All name. Right, fine. He, go ahead. No, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, if you, I'm sure you've heard about it because uh, it was like on jackass. all the light, late night shows. Yeah. And it was idiotic. The, be, apparently more babies are going to help us because screw everything now. Let's just leave it to them. They can right. take care of it, I guess. I don't know. That Which guy was is, like his... It was like he was trying to do a comedy show yeah. and be serious at the end. Republicans you know? should not do that ever. It never, ever, 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 ever works. No. I just... Listen. Let's pretend for a second that you're just... You're actually happy that he did this. That he, he made fun of. Yeah. Um, a fe- another representative... I just want you to keep in mind that while he's standing on that floor, that's your money. <laughs> that is your tax money paying for those posters. Yeah. Paying for his little aid that is there taking him off the easel. Yeah. Paying his salary, paying for the lights to be on in that hall. Like, what a waste of time. Yeah. If you so, don't have something to say, if you just disagree with it, fine. If not, Argue the points. Yeah, take your take your take your comedy show to the Chuckle Hut, man. Because yeah. uh, it's like it's, argue uh, that you didn't even talk about any of the points, and in the, everything in the was like back up back up your points with some not just babies are the answer. Right, we're gonna ride taunt <laughs> like, dude. How about instead of making a complete mockery of us all dying? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, um, you know who. Might run for his seat, but probably won't. But should is John Huntsman. Ooh, that'd be interesting. That'd be fantastic. I like Huntsman. John Huntsman would hopefully slay him, and we'd actually have. Oh, a, he would totally win. He was a, our governor, a reasonable yeah person. Because I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but there was a, or if you've heard it before, there was a documentary about 2012 election. Mm-hmm. That's when Huntsman ran. No, or was uh, it eight? No, yeah, it was his re-election. He ran. Yeah, and then Obama appointed him to be the ambassador. Yeah, to China. yeah, right. Um, that the Obama campaign was not worried about anybody. They shouldn't have been, except for John Huntsman. Yeah, and I completely agree with that because he is a full-on centrist. He 
he's he's normal. He is. He's, he's normal. He's normal. And I think he's that, already a gajillionaire. Right. So it's not like I think he loathes working for the Trump administration. Yeah. Uh, well, this all came about because he's talking about the future, yeah. which means that he probably wants out. Yeah. Yeah. He should, he needs to get in the Senate because then he could probably run for president again. You know. I uh, I know. I wish if he would have been on the ticket instead of Romney that year. Oh. He might have won. Yeah, he might have. Like, I don't know, man. He, Rom- Romney, like, he's a governor. It's great. Like, I don't know why. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I hope so. Hashtag Huntsman for Congress. Mike Lee fucking sucks. Yeah. That's the yeah. whole hashtag, by we the need way. To, we need to start the hashtag and get it going and really push <laughs> yes. him to run for Senate. We because should. I think that would just, anything to get Mike Lee out. And yeah. uh, I, I think it'd be great. I don't know how Mike Lee got in. I, it must have been in a time when we just no one was paying attention. Can you imagine having Representative Romney and Huntsman? <laughs> they hate each other, from what I understand. Too, <laughs> but that would be like I was. <laughs> we would we would be respectable. I wouldn't hate. Right. I wouldn't hate us anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was. So Mike Lee's, uh, whoever challenged him last time was that transgender woman. And I was like, okay, that's great for I know. LGBTQ rights and stuff, but can we get someone who actually has a chance? I, know. I always, I always, I, and I, it's terrible of me to say, but someone, someone, uh, who was it that announced uh, for president again? Yeah. And they're gay. And I'm like, that's awesome. You're, but come on, man. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. Yeah. I hate, I know this sounds, but it, it's factual. Right. It's not going to happen. Not, I mean, not with Trump. Not not no. you versus Trump. Not going to happen. There's no, no freaking way. No. So save your money. You know, <laughs> yeah. get your name out there and, I, and go for 2020. I almost uh, wonder if Mike Lee's campaign like conspired to have her nominated. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Because what a what a gift. Did he even spend any money on the campaign? Probably not. You know, I was like, that's great. I'm glad that we have that kind of support for LGBTQ. In in the enclave that is Salt Lake City, right? Uh, as a well, as, Salt Lake City is pretty. LGBT, it's liberal. That's what I mean. Like, LGBT. Like I'm proud that it's there and that they're that liberal. You know, but I <laughs> the governor is a lesbian. I'm just like, sorry, sorry. The, the mayor, mayor, the yeah. mayor. <laughs> I just wonder why. The governor. Why did we just we just handed that to Mike Lee? Yeah, I don't know? know. He is a douche. He's an idiot. Yeah. Like by all accounts, I he's just wow. Um, speaking of idiots. Yeah, I think we got. Uh, you have anything else before I go into this? No, go ahead. Um, well, it says not to call them idiots in the documentary, but I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, I watched the documentary, and uh, Brian watched it as well, and uh, it is called "Behind the Curve." Uh, it's on Netflix. I highly recommend it. Yes, uh, it is about flat earthers. Have you ever seen King of Kong? No, it's a. It's I know a, what it is. Yeah, I know what a documentary it is, about have, a King Kong champion. Yeah, it reminded me of that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it the conference reminded me of the Power Rangers conference that we went or the convention that we went to when it shows the conference. Yeah, just like the way people. Oh yeah, are, yeah, yeah. It's like they. It's like this. Um, it, for them, I don't think it's about the Earth being flat, even no. though that's what it's. It's about it's finding about, people like yep. that 
can accept their their wackiness yep. and that's what uh yeah and the main dude in there it was just about his celebrity oh yeah he he, he just thrived on it yeah. he had a biggest boner for for his own celebrity he, he pretends like he doesn't but he's, right he's just... he even said in the documentary that he could never like walk back some of the stuff he said who what's his name mark Sargent. yeah yeah he even said in there like well even if i was if, even if I started to believe the Earth was round, I could never say that now. Right, because he would lose his status, it's his, his celebrity. Yeah. Um. So what it is? It's not. Uh, it's not satire or anything, but it's a, a crew that follows uh, a couple of flat earthers, mm-hmm. and it also has on um, some psychologists. Yep. It has on some uh, astrophysicists. Uh, yeah, and uh, what's the astronaut? The NASA astronaut Scott Kelly. Yeah, and. Um, Scott or Mark. It just kind of goes into the psychology of why these people kind of think this way. Right. And then it also goes into where the theory comes from and uh, just kind of the organization of these uh, flat earthers. And you have no idea where the documentary is going. You have no idea. It's just – it's purely going back and forth between the believers and professionals kind of saying, well, this is why they think this. Right. You know, and the astronaut saying, I've been in space. You know what I mean? And right. So it's just going back and forth, and it seems pretty uh, pretty neutral, you know? Well, until the end. Until the very <laughs> end of this, like, I don't even want to. We, I don't even want to. I don't away. know if I want to give it away, but <laughs> we'll give it away next. Well, time. <laughs> let me let me just say the thing that I thought was interesting, and I don't think this is giving anything away, is that there are flat Earth engineers. They're engin- They're actual engineers, yeah. and they're conducting experiments. Right. And what I thought was interesting is they conduct experiments, and uh, some of them fail. Right. But. When science gets thrown out the window is when they don't accept the failed results. Oh, we can, so we can talk about the one they did with the, um, what was it like the spinning? Right, the magic gyroscope, the yeah, laser they gyroscope, a, they or have whatever. A laser gyro or something, a euro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they and it, it was supposed to like if it did a certain thing, it would prove that the Earth was flat. That there's no curvature. And it did the opposite. And they're like, uh-huh. oh, well, maybe the atmosphere is messing with it. So they put it in a contained environment. Anyways, they tried to confirm their own bias several times, which, okay, like if you want to prove a hypothesis, but like you have to accept sometimes that your hypothesis is wrong. That's science. Right. So and you should watch it. I mean, it's we'll like talk the, about it like next time. It's like the guy who did anti-vaccine. They yeah. cannot accept no. the reality of this uh, thing. And so – at one point, and this is my big takeaway from this, and what I want people to take away from this, is uh, they're talking to the near the end. They're talking to one of the psychologists, and he he because what it dives into, it's like flat Earth seems harmless, but but it can be pretty uh, damaging because you have people that buy into this and they don't listen to the the reality, and that's how you get into this anti vaccination situation. Yeah. Um and and you know the Earth is flat. We're all being watched over. So climate change is another thing. You know, right. it, it can be kind of damaging. And uh, what my one takeaway is that he says, you know, what is your flat Earth? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is your one thing that you believe uh, that everything everything points to 
um, it not being a reality, right. but you won't accept that. And go write about it in your diary. Right. You won't yeah. accept the the facts. That's true. Oh, I I I, I remember that had quote. to think long and hard about it, but I haven't I haven't personally come up with anything. Basically, because I'm kind of the skeptic, I'm, I'm skeptical of most things. Yeah. Um, but but to everyone out there, I I would say, look at that. What is your? Yeah. Because I'm sure I'm sure I have one. I'm sure there's one, and I, I'm sure that everybody has one. What is your flat Earth? Yeah. Because um, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. You know, and and if you were to think about that and remember that everyone has that sort of bias then maybe we'd we'd be able to find more common ground and get together you know for sure um i like that what is your flat earth like yeah you should, and everybody should watch it you know what it's like huh it's like driving past roadkill <laughs> <laughs> what the documentary <laughs> is like driving past roadkill or something you don't want to look at but you can't help but look at you know what i agree because when i first started watching it I was like, I can't. I yeah. can't with this. You kind of look away. You're like, Pfft. because it was just Scoff. right off, right off the bat. I'm just like, this is, I this can't. is so stupid. I cannot <laughs> believe these people. Yeah. I cannot believe that this is happening. But you can't stop watching. No, you're, you're <laughs> scoffing at it. You're telling yourself that. And you're like, well, now they're going to interview interview this motherfucker. Let's see what he has to say. And then you're at any point. <laughs> let me ask. Jaws at open. any point, did you ever? Did you ever think like, hmm? Oh yeah, maybe the year. <laughs> Absolutely. You, okay, good. Be, <laughs> there were a couple of po- a points I don't remember when I was like, oh, uh, okay, shit, I might be wrong. <laughs> what if uh, I am wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there were points. But yeah, you like corner of the eye, start watching it, and then you slowly turn towards the yeah. TV. Just, just so you people know, the the flat earthers believe that there is a giant wall of ice around the entire around the, disc, the flat disc. And that's Antarctica, yeah. right? I, I read an article, two things. I read yeah. an article that Ashley sent me that they are funding a ship to the edge. I want to be on that ship. But they're in like 2020, which I know is only a year away, but I'm like, you know, we no. have boats. If I was Elon Musk or if I was Jeff Bezos, yeah. I would, I whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here's here's a brand new yacht. Well, that's a funny thing. Take uh, it. <laughs> freaking Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan. Uh huh. And uh, Eddie, what's his name? He comes on Joe Rogan a lot. Anyway, mm-hmm. he's a he's a flat earther, and and Alex Jones is not. And he's like, I will pay. I'll give you a million dollars to go take a mission to the to the ice. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but you know what they need because they, I think they even said this in the documentary. They're like, there's no footage of people going to space where it doesn't cut. They're like, they want uncut GoPro footage of a takeoff, getting in the rocket, takeoff, and then you're in space. You know? There really is none? I don't know. At this point? I don't know. It's an easy thing to say. But you know that's what they're going to say when they do this this thing to the ice wall. It's going to be, well... That's the footage cut because uh, well that's the thing is you that's what they they use the whole fake news thing right. to, to explain away anything yeah so as soon as let's say even Mark Sargent the leader uh-huh. self proclaimed leader of this movement right right let's say he goes out there and says guys we're wrong it is just 
it is just Antarctica. Work because no, they would, yeah, they would there's all say, already oh, some people yeah, within the flat true. earthers that think he's <laughs> a plant by the government. By the government, yeah. Like, did you see the one guy? Dude, the guy's freaking that, out. That guy, the like quote unquote inventor of flat earth or what? Yeah. I don't know his name. That guy the, was insane. Also, did you see his super hot girlfriend <laughs> in the background? Yeah, in that one video. Yeah, I was like. This guy is insane. Yeah. He's just crazy. He's just crazy. What did he, he like used to work for NASA or something? Yeah. Are they said what was he like a, a NASA artist? Yeah, I can't remember. weird. Man. I remember. He, he that guy. The, the rest of them I think are just weird and nerdy and buy into or gullible, right. but that guy Tell the people is the name insane. of it again. What's he called? Uh Behind the Curve on Netflix. Yeah, go watch it. We should start reviewing documentaries yeah. on here. And you need to watch it until the end. Oh yeah. The end is the best part. The end is the gipper. Okay, let's say this. Let's say you watch a half hour and you're like, I can't do this shit. Okay, I'm fine with that. Fast forward to the last five <laughs> minutes then. Just fast forward to the last five minutes and you'll see why. But yeah, I would give this I – mean, what's, what's going to be our rating scale here on the Arctic podcast? For documentaries? Yeah. We got two what's, – But what's the, what's the standard? Like what's our best documentary? What's your favorite? Um, like – See, that's where it gets – Like tricky. Planet Earth? I guess you know. Like, I mean, that seems to be like the. Is that a five? Is that a five? A five stars? Like we got, we got four thumbs between the two of us. Oh. Twenty fingers. <laughs> I give that uh... sixteen and a half fingers. <laughs> can can that be our scale? Can we do yeah. that? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give the flatter because you uh, could say five. ten. You... I'm gonna give it seven fingers. You, like we should both choose out of ten and then add them together. Right. So I've got seven. You're going seven out of ten. Uh, maybe maybe six. Yeah, for a documentary. Oh man, you know, because even though I watched it and I'm recommending people watch it, I still feel like it was a waste of my time. <laughs> so I guess, but it was really interesting. I'm gonna give it a five. All right. So that's a combination of eleven. You gave it a six? Yeah. Yeah. So 11. Uh, 11 out of 20? 11 Spencer See, Bryan that, but, fingers. But that makes, 11 out of 20 makes it seem, that's pretty bad, right? It is pretty bad, though. It's not the know. best documentary. No, I know, but it's worth it's worth watching. Yeah. Like, there's been some documentaries I've turned on and be like, I don't want to watch this. This is terrible. It's true. Like, the narration is bad or. But then there's other ones like, like Leah Remini's Scientology that you're like, I have to keep watching this. Right. You know? But that's how I was with this one, though. Even though it wasn't... No, there were... I think I watched it in two sittings. Oh, okay. I turned it off. So, I mean, if you want to go higher, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. So we got... It's fine. 11 Arctic pos- podcast fingers. 11 fingers. <laughs> 11 fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. that. That's right. awesome. Um, well. Cool. You got anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, I guess that is all for us today then. Um, this episode of the Arctic Podcast was brought to you by Dial All Species. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you for joining the show. I use the soap every day. I smell a little like dog hair, but a lot like um, delicious. But in reality, please uh, go check out Scary Parrot Media on Pinterest. Check out the posters. Uh, let us know what you think about them. What did I say? Pinterest. Oh my goodness! Go to yeah. Etsy. Go to Etsy. Uh, I'll probably link it up to our Facebook and our uh, the website that I have, scaryparrotmedia.com. But yep. Scary Parrot Media on Etsy. Go check out those posters, and maybe we'll put some shirts up. Yep. At the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for episode forty nine. Thanks for being here. I'm Brian. 
I'm sorry. I <laughs> accidentally dropped the fader on the music. I am Brian. Uh, I'm Spencer. We'll see you next time. <laughs>